No, I reality. can't believe we have to do this shit again. No, <laughs> Did you have like operatic vocal training? No, but I'll take, I'll take that compliment. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, I've got quite a good voice. When I was about six or seven, I went to this drama school and for two weeks on the bounce, I had to keep playing a tiger. And I got sick of it, so I thought this ain't for me. Lead role or nothing. So I left. Yeah. Ah. You've got quite a good vibrato. <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> no. um, your your friend, your housemate's a singer, right? Yeah, Charles' singer. Why don't you like do a little bit of a duet? Because my career is in broadcasting. I think I feel a star is born. Yeah. Bradley and Gaga. Maybe that's the case. <laughs> I'm Gaga. She's Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a karaoke, to be honest. What's your karaoke go to? Shallow. Really? It is, yeah. What was it before that film came out, though? I don't really know. You ever think? Mine's Luther Vandross, never too much. I used to like surprising people with Earth Song by Michael Jackson. Well, that's a wild card, that is. Um, I ever heard one. And making people sit there for the full five and a half minute version. <laughs> what about elephants? And Why then... have we done? <laughs> <laughs> what you've done? Look what you've done. <laughs> Stop while you're ahead. Hack this in. <laughs> Look. What the fucking hell, excuse me, has happened here? Can you believe I added that guy on? I didn't tell you what you said after, did I, or did I? Oh, I did. With right, the explain behind. to the listeners. They're listening now. No, look, I can't because I'll get sued. But this guy... <laughs> <laughs> no, he... um, he just, He's just he got a history of following and unfollowing. Mm-hmm. And he did it to me on after the Gadia Pride Awards. I was like, maybe it's a real follow. I was like, let me follow back. And then unfollowed me. I was like, right, you know, not having this. Well, I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm a bit of a follower. Like, if I, you, you follow me, I follow back. And then people unfollow me. And now my follow ratios, or I've given up caring. Like, yeah. I follow so many more people than I follow. But I like to see what's going on. Like, if yeah. I follow not, all, uh, yeah. all the people that follow me back, and then I follow other people that then unfollow me. So, my rule celebs- is, I'll follow people back if they interact with me. Like, people on Twitter, if you've if you tweet me regular or if you like and retweet, I will follow you back. Yeah. If you just follow, I'm not following everyone back. I can't be asked. Um, but if you interact, yeah. I want to. I want to follow you. If you interact, I want to follow you. Um, but yeah, this whole follow and follow. Let me have ratio go big. It's giving influenza, not influenza. Like, <laughs> oh, look, God. <laughs> right, um, let's get on with the show. <laughs> Fancy another part with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Gadia original podcast. Rachel at a <laughs> I can't believe you don't know what Police Academy is. I don't know what that is. Is it reality <sighs> TV? <laughs> no, it's a film. Well, I won't know it then. So there's... Oh, forget it. Oh. Oh. Is that zero or full fat? Oh, no, that's jealous. full fat. So I've got a real issue. We have cans delivered to Gadio HQ. Yeah. And the full fat ones are always the first to go. People fucking love them, but we don't order enough for them. And it's always like, oh, because they're more expensive. And I'm thinking, well, to be honest with you, I'm going to say something now. This is libelous. The other day someone comes in 
Scadia HQ. I'm not going to name names. It's cruel. Does it work for you? They come into the office. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. They come into the office, do a bit of work. And after a couple of hours, they leave to go home. So we all say bye, see ya. <laughs> About 30 seconds later, they come back in the office, go to the fridge where the cans are, get one of my beloved full-fat Coca-Colas and walk out again. Doesn't say a word. Right. I'm going to guess who it is. <laughs> You'll never guess. Jobs? You'll never job? guess. Are, are they full-time? No. Are they on air or off air? Off. Not asked then. <laughs> <laughs> They're clearly not relevant. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> anyway. Right. Welcome to Fancy Another Pod. Now, this is take two of this week because uh, I've just been in one studio. We've just recorded the podcast, haven't we, Bally? Yeah. Um, we've tried to save the podcast and the computer broke. We've lost it. So. Now, I feel it's going to be really awkward this episode because we're going to have to rehash what we've just done and we're going to try and make the same jokes. <laughs> and it's going to be really awkward. Like, yeah. give, that, give that guy an Oscar. Mm, so, um, <laughs> bear with us. It might not be that funny this week. Um, but we need to get straight into it. Drag Race UK versus the world. Um, Jomba's gone. I can't believe it. I'm really gutted, actually, because I really thought Jomba's... They were finalists in their series. And I don't think they did actually all that bad this e- this episode. Well, I think I think the wheels started to come off with the with the acting challenge, the immersive experience challenge. and Which I, got, I hate. Well, I got a little bit frustrated towards the end. Um that they only had something like 14 minutes left and Jomba's had barely any time because the other queen was um, taking so long. And I thought, hang on, Michelle Visage, you're the director. It's your job mm. to, for timekeeping. What's that there's, about? There's something about Michelle Visage. They just speak a little bit nasty. And I want to say an even ruder word, which I don't think we can get away with. But it's very see you next Tuesday. And I'm like, look, you either serve that word or you be that word. And you're not serving it. You're just being. And it's nasty. I'm not getting involved with that. You have your opinions. <laughs> now, look, I've always had this little weird thing about her. But I think it's the pantomime <laughs> of it, though. I... <laughs> it's not, though, is it? It's I think not. it is. It's the pantomime that she's a director. She's very cool, very calm and very cutting. I feel like that's part of the act of, the, of her role there. Uh, whatever. She's also, she tweeted Schofield. me once and like t- she's what? She's mates with Philip Schofield. Well, I raised raised a toast to him at my birthday party, so I can't really speak, can I? <laughs> Get my next is GPAs. Yeah, that could be his. <laughs> Look at you! You've got dollar signs in your eyes. You're thinking of the interview opportunities. <laughs> Sit down. I got you a vape. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so these acting challenges, they're not my favourite. Mm. I just think they're a bit forced and a bit fake, especially the green screen ones. I like a musical, mm. but these, I don't know, there's something about them. So I've got a few things on this. I think that I kind of love the acting challenges where they really play on the British stereotypes of like the soaps. I think there was one a couple of series ago where they played kind of parodies of... Yeah. yeah, EastBenders, that kind of thing. Um, and then uh, you have sometimes where I just feel like it just doesn't quite land. And I think, I don't know whether or not it's the American versus British humour. And I don't know if that plays on it a little bit as well with it being mm. international queens. But I think that's why I love Drag Race UK so much is that it's 
like I love the Vivian. I love Danny Beard, yeah. Lawrence Cheney. They're all like my kind of drag. When I, I think feel about like drag, well, that's what I instantly think of. I feel though, like those names you just dropped, they're like British drag, but they're very aware mm-hmm. of the international like audience. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they're doing it right. But I don't know. There's something about these acting challenges recently. They're just a bit like, ugh. Even the US ones, they're just mm. like, really boring. I know people love them, but... Look, come on, darling. Well, next year we've got... Uh, next year, next week, we've got the Snatch Game. Yeah. Um, which you were telling me before isn't the normal Snatch Game. It's like a family fortune. Yeah, I think on All Stars, they're trying to like, switch the format up, which is very welcome. Um, this year, it feels like they're doing like a family fortunes, family feud type thing. And mm-hmm. Jane McDonald is one of them. Sunita's one of them, which I think oh, is that's high camp. camp. That is high camp. Highest levels of camp. Absolutely. And I just really hope... In the words of RuPaul, please don't fuck it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're on paper, darling. It's got all it's... the makings of a great app. Honestly. And I just hope now, like, the queens do some really relevant, like, slaps. Yeah, I, that is always the danger with Snatch Game. And um, I suppose the reason why I don't enjoy the Snatch Game so much when it's on in America or, or the Drag Race USA, because I don't know some of the... Because, for example, a queen in the UK doing... Um, a reality TV star from 2008. I'm likely to know that reference <laughs> yeah. uh, as a gay man, but I'm not likely to know that individual in America. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it, they're very obscure, whereas, and I feel like we could be setting ourselves up for a, set, a similar sort of situation with international queens. Yeah. I feel um, like, I think the US people watching UK Drag Race like won't know who Kim Woodburn is. So they should. I get, they should, but they won't. Well, no, she did actually do some series of How Clean in America and Canada, didn't she? So oh. there will there will be um, North American knowledge of our Fair. cleaning queen. But yeah, I mean, like I, I am looking forward to Snatch Game. I think Snatch Game is always one of those hit or miss. And for the last few years, I just don't think Snatch Game uh, since um, All Stars or Winners hasn't really hit. Um, and I think now, like I've said this before a few series ago, like with UK. This UK series, like Snatch Game, isn't one that we look forward to. It's always the Girl Group Challenge that mm-hmm. we kind of look forward to the most. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this kind of the all the UK versus the world one did because the last one wasn't memorable at all either. No. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. But like I said, they've got the makings for a great episode with Sunita and Jane. Well, let's talk about the results of this episode. John was obviously gone. Um, talk Can't believe us it. through what happened. So it was the they were probably were the the weakest out of the bunch in the challenge. But let's talk about the runway because everyone yet again leveled up. Everyone was great. No one kind of flopped the runway. It was a re- like a reveal. Uh, runway which everyone kind of had a great reveal everyone looks stunning mm-hmm. if we were just judging on the runway i think jumbas would have been top mm-hmm. um all the uk ones were stunning tea yeah. coffee looked sensational like, yeah. i think i had like three three reveals. different looks yeah and uh, i think the last one was the uh vanity fair well a um reference to yeah RuPaul and what the i fair. um what i like about tea coffee this i know every episode we're kind of just gassing up tea but we do love them um, I think taking the critiques from the original season they were on, and RuPaul very much said, like, you've got the body, use it, show it off. And I think Tia's doing that so much better the yeah. series. Like, showing the leg, showing the body, and just really utilising what they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and that runway was sickening. Definitely deserved to win. Yeah. Uh, well, the well top two. Her and Scarlet won um, top two, and they lip-synced, and Scarlet won, which deserved. Um, 
And who um, else was in danger? So we had Jombas was in danger and... Keta Minaj. Mm, and she, people are saying that she's fierce competition. They were... Fierce competition. Yeah. I think run, both runways looked amazing, but... Out of the challenge, I think Keta was just really weird. The Metamorphosis. Prob- yeah. I, my, my real issue with this this judging technique is that everyone loses. Like, I, I feel like in these kind of all-star-esque series, they should be in every week winning points. I think that is a winning formula. That way means we all get to see all of our queens each and every week. Yeah. Um, and then maybe the final is literally the the, pe- the final three that have the most points. Yeah. Or- I, I, de- I definitely agree. I think the all-stars kind of way. It's just, it's not the right way. Mm. Like, we get end up losing so many good people. Or drag teams. Like, create, like, a team of five on each side, like, and yeah. then they battle it out each week, and then, you know. Yeah. I definitely think the format needs changing up. I think they need to go ahead and do the all-star, all-winners format for all the all-stars now, because mm-hmm. when they're all-stars, you know them already. You're excited to see how they're elevated. Yeah. Um, and you're watching for the reason of them being on it. Yeah. Like, I was a Jumbas fan. I'm going to be I'm gonna be gutted now that they're not in the full yeah. rest of the no, series. Agreed. Agreed. The present, pre- uh, presence definitely be missed. We need to address other reality TV that's gone on in the week. Business Thursdays are on. Now, Business Thursdays, you're on about The Apprentice, which I kind of love this series. I do have a vision of you coming down in your living room dressed in like a three-piece suit, though. Yeah, it is. Chinese. (laughs) It is very much that. uh, Me, Oliver and Charlotte are very much dressed as Lord Sugar, Karen. Imagine one of you playing the music on your phone as you walk down the stairs. (laughs) It is very much that. Uh, But we also love um, Dragon's Den. Uh, Deborah Meaden, she serves See You Next Tuesday, I believe. I think she does actually. I really like Deborah Meadon. Mm. Um, what's the other one's name? The one who sits next to her, Stephen Bartlett. Oh, no, Sarah. No. Sarah, Sarah Davies. I love her. I loved her ever since she was on Strictly. I thought yeah. she gave really such nice, a lovely little personality. Yeah, really, really nice. Um, I, I, I really enjoy it, you know. And it's moved on to BBC One, and I feel like it. It, it really has grafted to become like primetime telly dragons day. It really it has. Started like... in 1973, <laughs> and after 600 series, finally well, getting to BBC One. It has been on for years and years because I think one of the breakout stars from Dragons Den mm. was um, Reggae Reggae Source creator yes. Levi Roots. Yeah. Who is a strong groom man? We're segueing into it, oh. darling. This is how it's done. Celebrity Big Brother. So, yeah. I think he'll be great. Yeah. Uh, Louis Walsh, long rumoured. I, I, I really do believe that Louis Walsh is going in. I think he has to at this point. I think if he isn't, it's going to be such a disappointment. ITV have got so much to lose on this series. They're putting it on ITV1. They've got new presenters, a brand new house. They've invested a lot of money. And it's not just money. Putting it on ITV1 is a real statement. It's saying that this is going to be a big show. Yeah. So they have to put big characters in it. And... Just a normal I'm a celeb or dancing on an ice lineup isn't going to cut it for Big Brother. Yeah. You need characters. Well, other rumours, Joey Essex. I can imagine that being true. Yeah, but they have to have someone from Tawion, don't they? Mm. Another rumour, people said they want a drag artist. Bag of Chips is rumoured. I've heard Bag of Chips. Uh, I've heard uh, a couple of Love Islanders in the mix. Uh, Chloe. Ekin Sue. I've heard Ekin Well, Sue. I was going to say, I heard Chloe from Love Island. Which would now be brilliant. that Ekin Sue and Davide have split up, and there's now talk that... Ekin Sumat, so maybe Chloe isn't going in. I would um, love Chloe to go in, though. I love Chloe. She was great on Scared, and, uh, Scared of the Dark. She's just brilliant. Um, her podcast now, is amazing. A big name. We think Louis Walsh is going in, which is a big enough name. But I've heard a rumour. Paris Hilton. I think for 
two and a half weeks' work, Paris Hilton would live in a house with someone from Emmerdale and Love Island for two and a half weeks for about a million. I don't think it's going to happen. I think she's a new mom. She don't need the money. She don't need the exposure. Does she not need the money, though? Does she she not? Hilton. She sponsored Gadio Pride Awards. That's not true. Right, let's have a look at this. Paris Hilton net worth. I love doing this. I think she's got a finger in a lot of bars, and I don't think she needs a CBB bar. So she's worth $300 million. Dollars. <laughs> Did she need a tenner from ITV yeah, for? <clears throat> Jackie Stallone, her net worth... Oh, it was $20 million. <laughs> That's how she went in. Look, I don't think Paris Holton's going to be doing it. Let's burst some bubbles. You can get me this time next week when we know more or whatever. But Imagine if she is and we have to interview Paris Hilton. Oh, look, bro, I would... <laughs> look. <laughs> I would eat my hat. Hi, Paris. Do you know that we're sponsored by Gadia Pride Awards with Hilton? That's you, darling. <laughs> it's all you. Um, no, so I... Um, the, the one rumour that I think has uh, credibility... Yeah. yeah, is Firm Britain. That has really yeah. picked up pace this week. Okay. If this happens, it can go one of either two ways. She can either be mother... Or she'll be the one that or... gets ejected on day two for yeah. some kind of horrendous remark. Yeah. And I'm excited. So I think it's absolutely worth the money um, for ICV. Keeping all of the housemates secret, because it means that there's going to be loads of headlines about rumours... It means that on the night, everyone is watching well, it, anticipating it, and then it'll um, create a huge wave of promo. Unlike the uh, civilian uh, Big Brother back yeah. in October, November, this is live, like, a live launch night. So we're going to find out as it happens. And yeah. I think this is genius for ITV because everyone's going to be sat watching it. And then as it all happens, there's going to be loads of headlines about the first celeb, loads about the second. It's just going to be a barrage of press about it. And I think it's a genius, genius thing. But equally, putting someone like Firm Britain in, who we know has had quite a fictitious relationship with Philip Schofield, all she needs to say is, I really enjoyed my time on this morning with Philip Schofield. And that creates a headline in itself. So um, she doesn't necessarily have to say anything bad about him or at all. Just the fact that her being in there is going to generate press around yeah. Philip Schofield and make the show even bigger. So for a channel that likes to say that <laughs> it's all about kindness and um, looking out for people, they're playing the big PR game and... Bring it on. I can't wait. I do hope that we get some evicted housemates, but if not, we are going to wheel out... Some um... some from last year. <laughs> and you know, I think we need to speak to some classic. Um, yeah, classic if anyone's mates. got any kind of contact with your Ashleens, your Charlie Uchias, Chanel, look, let's get make them it on. happen. Even Ziggy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Who, okay, say so you've got a dream five piece. You can interview them for the pod. Big Brother housemates. Who are you going for? Helen Wood. Oh. Nasty piece of work, okay. Right, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> to use Kim Woodburn, entertaining. Fair enough. Now, I, I really enjoyed Helen Wood on the two series of Big Brother that she was in because I think it was so outrageous, the things she was saying, that you couldn't take them seriously. But maybe that's just my twisted humour. 
Okay, I'm straight ahead going for Nadia Armada. Yeah. I'm going for Rashleen. Yeah. I'm going for, I don't know why, but Gina Rowe. Loved her. <laughs> yeah. Who else? <laughs> um, Carol. Mm-hmm. From Big Brother 8? Nine, no, Big Brother 8. Um, the one that we eat in the shower. Allegedly. No, did she? Nana Carol? Yeah. Oh. And <laughs> I'm going to say... I was going to say Glyn, but no. I'm going to say Grace. So you've gone quite classic Big Brother there. I... Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my favourites are the celebs, so I'm going to... Oh, no, I'm going to say Kate Lawler. I'm going to say, straight away, Alison Hammond. Mm-hmm. I, we, we might have to get rid of Helen Ward. This is like the sixth chair challenge, though. So, so far, I've got Helen Ward, Alison Hammond, Kim Woodburn. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember Kitty from series two I or do. three, where she had, like, that meltdown and... and she refused to leave the house. Yeah. Her. Brother Seven, that was. Yeah. Um, she was pretty iconic. Um, and Gemma Collins. See, I like the Channel Five Celebrity mm. Big Brother is some oh, of the iconic. best Big Brother that there has they, ever been. They weren't the best at the Civilian, but the Celebrity Big Brother they really pushed the boat. They out. tried to make the Civilian Big Brother a quasi like the influencer, like the Love Island esque mm. version of Big Brother, and yeah. it didn't need to happen. Like, people, yeah. we just needed... But I don't think that came from the producers of Big Brother. I think yeah. that came from yeah. management of Channel 5 at the time. And we know that towards the end... Well, let's let's be real about it. Channel 5, when Big Brother first started, was owned by um, Richard Desmond. I don't owned, know who these people are. He owned the Daily Star, who used to report oh. about Big Brother all the time. And he decided, when Big Brother came to an end, that he was going to buy Channel 5 and buy Big Brother because he knows that that content used to sell his newspapers. Then newspapers ended up dying. He uh, decides to get rid of Channel 5, uh, so he sells it. And then I think it's a guy called Ben Frau. Um, Frau ben Frau, Channel 5, let me Google. You're really spilling the tea tonight. Yeah, so um, uh, then Channel 5 got bought by Paramount um, and uh, Ben Frau was put in charge. Um, and uh, he's made no secret of the fact that um, he wanted to make more room on the uh, Channel 4 drama. And we can see oh. how well that's doing for Channel 5. So, um, yeah, Channel 5's loss is ITV's gloriously glowed-up game, if you ask me. It really is. It really is. And I cannot wait. Uh, also, Married at First Sight, you mentioned that that's coming back for a reunion show. Yeah, that is back. Monday, half past nine. We saw Ella and Jay from Married at First Sight UK. I, I've never watched Married at First Sight, so I think I'm going to try and binge it. Binge it. Binge it in the week ahead of this reunion because it is drama-packed. We saw Jay and Ella from Married at First Sight UK at the Gadio Pride Awards. I beeline straight for Jay because I saw the trailer for um, Married at First Sight reunion in the UK. And, yeah. I said, and she kicks off in the trailer. I said, what's going on? I've not seen you like this before. She was like, put it this way. That doesn't even touch the surface. So it's all going to kick off. But... Married at First Sight UK used to be a very documentary style show on Channel 4. It followed like four couples and they didn't all meet up and they didn't get to know each other. But mm. the Australian version is like there's almost like 12 to 14 couples. They all meet each other as part of the experiment and you see them fall out with each other, cheat on each other. And it, it's it's like the, it got given the Love Island treatment, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and in lockdown in 2020, it took over. It went everywhere. Everyone was watching it. 
um, and it spurned the uh, spurred a UK version, just like the Australian version. So that's why it moved on to E4 and had younger people on it. And um, that's back. The Australian version is also back on Monday at half seven. So there's a lot going on. No, We're going to have Married at First Sight Australia, the UK reunion, Big Brother. Lot of reality for us to get through. And, of course, dancing on ice. <laughs> and dancing on ice. Have you got any highlights from last week's I don't, show? You know what? I didn't even watch any of last week's. I was recovering from my spelling lip. Well, I think there was an incident last week um, with Stephen Mulhern, and he wasn't strapped into a big spinny like disc that he wanted to wheel across the ice. So it just all went horribly wrong. Has he passed? No, he's still with us. Oh. <laughs> but it, it just that Hold just off didn't on land. the confetti. <laughs> oh, don't. What? Tell you what I am excited for. I don't know if this counts as reality TV, but it's big Go Saturday on. night entertainment. I love Ant and no. Dex Saturday night takeaway. Oh, I, love I love it. Girl. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, you know what? I, I did watch an interview with them on this morning. And it. I love when like a Saturday night show is going full out. Mm-hmm. I'm gutted to see its ending, actually, because mm. it is a lovely little staple and it's a lovely little family show. Um, but yeah, I'm gutted to see it go. And I just wish that there was more British presenters, <clears throat> you and me, that could take up a show <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, do you know, I have, I, I, I'm a bit of a geek for like behind the scenes on like TV and love, things like that. Love, 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 love. And the, the, they literally work on that from the minute the series ends. They like brainstorm ideas um, and then they it goes through a producer stage in like March, April, they start reaching out to people. They film segments from like August to like January. I love it. And like, I know so like, much I like, effort. I know Anton Deck get a lot of stick and people like love to tease and but I don't care. They are iconic. Yeah. And I don't mean that just because they've been in the game for so many years. Mm-hmm. They are so you can see that they're hardworking and they actually care about their craft. Yeah. And as much as people tease and that yeah, give give someone else another chance. They're brilliant. Yeah. No, they they are, they really are. And I don't think it's the end of Saturday night takeaway. I can imagine that it comes back in a different format and stuff. And like, you know, they've got kids and things like that and they probably do want a break. And I think that the kind of people that recognise when there's too much of a good thing and they've probably mm. thought, series 20, great one to finish off on. Let's take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Have five years off, six years off, come back, do something different. Well, they, they're forever working. They do Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. They do I'm a Celeb. They do Saturday Night Takeaway. Yeah. They do Limitless. I really want them to bring back. I know it didn't do so well on the ratings, but I loved it. Red or black? Well, that was a Simon Cowell show. I loved it. Loved it. It was drama, yeah. wasn't it? It was like it was good. I do you know what? I miss a good Simon Cowell esque show. I, I think it's time for the Mighty X. Like Factor, I think he got his Radio money. X. He was like, <laughs> I think with Simon Cowell, he got rich and he just started doing some silly ideas. Like Britain's Got Talent this year. I've heard the rumors. It looks like hell in there. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's going on? So you know the golden buzzer? <laughs> so you know the golden buzzer? Yeah. Apparently, he's given one to his son. He's given one to someone else. They're having a golden buzzer every city they go into, I've heard. Just keep it simple, darling. What's the point? What's the point? Like every Todd, Jason and Eileen's got a golden buzzer. Even I've got a golden you, buzzer. Like, with X Factor as well, like that last series, I didn't even watch it because it just got so confusing. Oh, just have celebrity. Your three... No, it was the one where they were winning, like someone won every episode or something. 
Oh, I Raksu, remember this. Raksu yeah. series. Oh, it's just ridiculous. You battle for a get prize. Your, <sighs> get your four judges, your four contestants each judge. One goes home every week, a winner. Yeah. Done. Have your theme weeks. Bring back Bing Band Week. I in week love three. Bing Band Week. I loved Scarlett it. Scarlett Lee doing "You're Just Too Good to Be True." Honestly, take away Six Chair Challenge, even though it was dramatic. Just keep it simple. Well, I think that is the problem. Is it became too drama, drama, drama? I think you start it off auditions. Now, I personally liked it when it was in the auditorium. Yeah, I, I I love that Cher Lloyd coming on doing yep. Soldier Boy, brilliant. No, nothing wrong with the arena auditions. Bring them back. Maybe make it a bit smaller scale. Yeah, theatre. Put them in like a theatre. Britain's Got yeah. Talent style. Yeah, bring them on. Do and an X Factor. Do a camp. boot camp. Get them drunk the night before. So if you want your drama, you've got your drama. Yeah, you could get them all seeing them go through to boot camp meeting. You could yeah. film them getting drunk. Hire judges' houses. Judges' houses. Keep it simple. There's yeah. no need to go to Bora Bora. Calm down. No, there isn't. You just need to go to Dublin for Louis Walsh. <laughs> Done. Nice little judges' houses. Yeah. Live shows. Yeah. Week one. Done. Week two. A little theme. Week yeah. three. Big band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four. Bond songs. Literally. <laughs> come on. Like yeah. Billy Piper week. Let's do it. But I think there's there's a real chance if they brought it back. Obviously, the, the, the real problem that they have is the aftercare and the care throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, it chance to show original songs like this week you're writing original music there's th- th- those kind of things right you know what I'm going to say don't you bro go on bring back Fame Academy you've got to let this drop no I don't I think Simon Do you know Cowell the- darling if you're listening buy the rights to Fame Academy this is your in get a mansion get the traitors castle get them in so Let's I'm going go. to be honest, all of this is in vain because the reason the voice doesn't work, the reason that Britain's Got Talent doesn't work anymore, X Factor doesn't work, any talent show doesn't work, is because there is not one person sat on the judging panel that looks after A, the show, and B, has an interest in a record label. Simon Cowell is no longer a record label exec, so mm. he has no power to make a star anymore. Get us on. I have the power to make a star. <laughs> <laughs> I would love nothing more than to be an X Factor judge. It's I, my dream that, job. It, it was my dream. I used to go to bed thinking, that is it, you've made it there. <laughs> by being an X Factor judge. You have. And like, I would love it. Because I think I'm quite knowledgeable on how to make a star. I genuinely think I am. Go on then. All right, go so you, you, you complimented my opera at the start of the I think show. You've got, I think you've got something there, bro. Yeah, but I just want to be a pop star, not an opera. Okay. I genuinely think you need to just forget this dream of being a pop star, bro. If I was you, I'd go into theatre. I think you're great, and I think you've got something. It's just not quite right for the X Factor at the moment. How can hundreds of people be wrong? Brett, look, I'm not saying you're no, not no, talented, no, darling. No, 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 no. I have to have this. This is what I do. I'm not saying you're not talented, Brett. I just don't think this is right for you. But I'm sorry. What would you say to my employers at a very famous holiday firm uh, where I get employed and perform for thousands of people night after night? Please answer me that. I'd say congratulations, darling. But the X Factor, you've got something, but it's just not the X Factor, darling. I'm really sorry. It's going to have to be a no from me. I respect your decision. Four no's. It, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd be great. Right. Well, um, that's what we've got to look forward to. So much coming up in the next couple of weeks, and we're going to be dissecting know. it. You all. know what? I'm going to say a big apology to everyone listening. This was our second shot of recording this week's episode. So, I want to see if it was a bit here, there, and everywhere. If it's nice, record it twice. 
fine. <laughs> if it's a hit, call it shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, right darling. then. Bye. We'll see you next week for a better show. Yes. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Thanks, Brett. Fancy another pod with Bally Singh and Brett Harris. A Gaia original podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> In. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> oh god, I just let it all go. Do you know what? <laughs> you know what we should try. Alright, Alexandra. <laughs> do you know what we should try? Oh, I think wow. we should do it as part of the pod. Laughter yoga. Oh god. So laughter yoga is where you fake laugh until you actually laugh. Right. So let's just laugh now until we're like in hysterics. <laughs> I am laughing though. <laughs> no, I actually am. You've just got to keep laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you turned the <laughs> No, let's stop. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Where were we? I need a tissue. Ha 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 ha!